there's a lot to understand when someone plunks $58 billion in a plan on the table, from beefing up the T's operating budget to cutting Head Start. But fortunately, we know Evan Horowitz, who is the executive director of the Center for State Policy Analysis at Tufts University, and he can help us understand it. So, Evan, thanks for being here. Welcome back. I'll do my best to help these guys. Appreciate it. There's a lot here. So give us the headlines in this budget proposal we saw from the governor yesterday. So $58 billion dollars. That's the big headline number. But I think the thing people should kind of take away from this budget, uh, a few things to take away from the budget. One is the state's really in a new fiscal and financial situation. Things look worse than they've looked in a few years. And this budget takes a particular tack, a particular approach to addressing this. Uh, Specifically, it uses a lot of one-time money. So last few years, we've built up a whole bunch of little savings accounts. We got a little savings account for early education. We got a little savings account for K-12. And this budget says, all right, it's time to use these savings accounts. We're going to dip in. Um, sometimes we're going to deplete these things. And I think that's the first indication that, that this is the budget for like the, post, the first budget of the post-COVID era. Uh, and the state has to think a little bit about what it's going to mean for next year or the third year. But I think if you're looking at this process from the outside, it's like, okay, we can make it work this year with savings. And we can fund all the things that people care about, that, you know, more money for the T and more money for early ed and things like that. But we're doing it in a way that's really not sustainable. So you, that raises an interesting point because on the one hand, the budget is roughly 3.5% higher uh, than the current budget. On the other hand, on Tuesday, the governor said, quote, we are tightening our belts. I want to be clear about that. And that's really the question. Like, how do you square this circle? Like, we're spending more money and taking in less money, or at least recognizing that there are some shortfalls. We have a shortfall this year. And um, that is the answer that they came up with chiefly. Uh, We're going to raid some of these savings accounts. Well, that plus a couple of gimmicks. Um, Governor's budgets are famous for gimmicks. And I should say, like in context, this is not the final budget for the state, right? This is not actually a list of the amount of money we're going to spend in different areas. This is the first proposal in a months-long process that will eventually generate a real budget sometime this summer. I wish I could say when, but it usually goes over. It'll be August. We'll be talking about why it took so long. Um, so this is you know, a first pitch from the governor. And often these first pitches have some gimmicks. And I'll, like, and as, as an example of a, of a gimmick, um, she wants to start... Uh, taking uh, moving the lottery online. This is something governors have been pitching for years and years and years. It has never happened. I don't see any reason to think it would happen. But this assumes revenues. Exactly. Okay. And you count 70 or $75 billion from that, or tax amnesties, things like that. So how do you plug these million, holes? I think Save- not billion. I mean, did you say million or billion? Million. Yeah. Okay. Um, I meant to say million. Yeah. Uh, so how does it plug these holes? Yeah. Savings accounts plus gimmicks. Okay. So now, and we're going to see, you said first pitch, we're going to stick with that analogy for a second because there are a couple of big swings in this budget. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> see what I did there. That goes up three and a half uh, billion dollars. And in the case, in this case, I do mean billion. Um, so what are the big swings? There's more money for the MBTA. There's a ton of stuff on education and childcare. Run us through a couple of these big swings. So one of them we've known about for a while, that's the Student Opportunity Act. You know, a couple of years ago, the state committed to really increasing the funding for K-12 education. This is more funding for schools, better support. Um, it had a, a kind of year-by-year process for increasing the amounts, and we're going to fully fund that. So that, that is a, a big swing that we knew we were going to take, right? Mm-hmm. We were planning for that. Again, though, that money is coming out of a savings account. We, we put money aside saying, you know what, we're going to need extra money for uh, the Student Opportunity Act, let's put in a savings account. And this year we're saying, oh, no, we're we don't have extra it. money. We're taking that. We're taking right? it. So next year we're okay. not going to have that. Um, early Ed's the other one you mentioned. We've been for a couple of years saying, okay, we, we really need to improve affordability in the system. 
this year, let's do, we started to do that. We're going to keep doing that. But again, we're going to keep doing that by raiding one of these savings accounts. So we have these stabilization grants for centers. That's like help centers make sure they are on sound fiscal footing. We're just going to make it easier to get money. Where's this money coming from? It's coming out of, we, we set aside some money before. Now we're going to use it. Where's it going to come from next, next year? year. Um, and I think the other big thing that's really interesting from my perspective is bonding. You know, the, the Healy administration, separately from the budget, has been advancing a housing bond bill. Now, as a, you know, independent analyst on this thing, uh, I'm one of the people who's saying, hey, you know, this bond bill that you're selling, we don't actually have enough money to pay for it. You know, bonds are not free money. You know, you borrow money, but you have to pay it back and you have right. to pay back even more. Right. And the headline number they're talking about, four plus billion dollars, is way more than the state could actually afford to bond. Uh, so one of the things that they're doing in this budget is saying, you know what, let's take some of the millionaire tax dollars this new tax on really high earners, let's use that for bonding authority. Let's take that money and we'll go and put it into higher education, uh, capital investments, so uh, you know, campuses and campus needs, and let's put it into um, transportation yeah. inv bonding investments. And that's a, an interesting use and it would expand our bonding authority. So they're thinking Meaning also giving us the, the, the ability to go get more money through bonds. Exactly. Because exactly. again, it's, it's yeah. really easy to think like bonds are a separate thing. We'll just go and get bonds and we'll just use bond money. Like, but you actually money. have to get permission to do it and there's a cap and all of that. You have to be able to afford it. All they right. have to be affordable. So we're having fun with money here with Evan Horowitz uh, of Tufts as we look at Governor Maura Healy's budget proposal from yesterday. And while we're having fun with money, let me correct myself. 3.5% higher not $3.5 billion more. It's $1.9 billion more. So fun with numbers. Let's keep going, Evan. Um, she, Governor Healy said in her State of the Commonwealth, you know, more money for operations for the MBTA, which goodness knows needs it. Uh, what does she do here? Is it enough? Where does it come from? Oh, it's definitely not enough. It's a doubling of operating funds. So the T needs a couple of things. One thing it needs is more money to run trains and ferries and services every year. We just, we need to run these things. We need to pay people and we get money from the sales tax, but it's not enough. It has not been enough. This budget says, okay, we're going to take some millionaire tax dollars. We're going to double that. You get double that. That's helpful. They also need huge capital investments because the sort of state of the system is very poor. They so, need investments. And, and to be clear, so uh, uh, operating would be I pay my electric bill. Uh, capital investment would be I replace my roof. Exactly. Got That's it. exactly it. And this, they have a lot of roofs to replace, like literal roofs to replace and tracks to fix and things like that. And so they have capital needs that this budget does a little bit towards, but nowhere near enough. So there are gestures in that direction, but certainly not enough to fix what the all the problems of the T. Having said that, of course it's not enough. The problems are huge, and the state is tight on money, so gestures are really all we've got right now. So th th what actually happens in the end depends heavily on the legislature, who will come up with their version as well. And then, as you said, there's lots of back and forth. Last year it went really long. There are also supplements that get—I mean, there's a lot that goes on here. What do you, what's the general reaction to the way Healy wants to do it? From the legislature. So I, the legislature usually doesn't respond very strongly because they don't have to. They have all the power in this process. Um, but the way to think about it is the more controversial a proposal from the administration is in the budget, the less likely it is to go anywhere. Okay. What they really have authority over is... Wait, wait now, when, what yeah. they, when you say they... The administration. What Got the administration it. really has authority over is uh, the kind of standard line items, the stuff that isn't controversial. How much are we, do we need to spend on parks next year? You know, the legislature has no special insight into this. The administration just asks the department, how much money do you need? Is it at 1% more? Is the same as last year? And they put that. That stuff is likely to stay the same. So any line item that is not controversial, that's really just like, hey, do we need a little bit more money? 
the governor has a lot of authority, but anything controversial, how much are we giving the tea? Where's the, how much are we using our savings accounts? Um, are we really going to choose a dollar to the you know, new roads or a dollar to higher ed? The legislature controls all the levers on those debates, and they're going to have more than their fair say in April and May. So in a sentence, what are you going to watch for next? I'm really watching to see whether the use of these one-time funds continues and how they how they get around the gimmicks, because I don't expect to see the same kind of gimmicks in the legislative proposals. They very rarely take those up. So I think they're going to have they're going to be even more constrained fiscally. And the question is, is there even more one time dollars? Uh, do they have to pull back on some spending? What does that look like? All right. Evan Horowitz is of the Center for State Policy Analysis at Tufts University and our guide to numbers. Thank you so much for being here. Anytime, Tiziana. 